A digital news startup called The 19th is made up of fearless women and LGBTQ plus journalists with the purpose of uncovering the news while bucking the status quo. Their story is captured in the new documentary, Breaking the News. Whose voice are we not including? Who else can we bring into this conversation? Black voters! Black voters! People on the margins. That's what I wanted to cover. WMNF is co-hosting a free screening of Breaking the News with community radio station WSLR. It's Tuesday, February 20th at Fogartyville in Sarasota. Find out more at WSLR.org. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another edition of the Sunday Forum right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. This is your host, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, Walter L. Smith II, along with the members of the 4th Estate crew. Crew, what's going on? Good morning, good morning. How we doing, everybody? All right, all right. Had a good weekend? Oh, yeah, good morning. When Billy got this thing over his face now, and it feels like he doesn't have to speak. (laughs) <laughs> it's America It's vanity America It's vanity Is it vanity? Is it vanity? Yeah Gotta be mysterious <laughs> <laughs> Annie, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good How was your weekend? I'm alright It was pretty good What'd you do? Good. You know I, I had a very <laughs> A very intellectual Here we go <laughs> Another intellectual weekend Share with us, share Oh my god Oh, God. Well, th- th- let me just start by saying, first of all, um, 
we are in my house. Um, you know, we have we have a co- we have two college students now. All right. My daughter's going back to school, um, and my son is in college. And you know, we've always been an education family. Of course, right. Smith family is an education family. And um, I spent the weekend working on the library. Okay. The Doctor Walter Elspeth Library. Uh, check it out. First of all, check it out on this is a shameless pub, but check it out mm-hmm. at uh, org. Check out the fa- the the, um, the Facebook page and the website at www.wlsmithlibrary.org. Um, it's it's you know we're we're beginning to go into this thing now where I had to go through books. And try to make sure that I codified everything. And, and as I'm looking at the books, man, I can't help but read them. Right? right. I'm just sitting there like caught up. I can't get anything done. <laughs> I can't get anything done, man. So I had to get people like Frank Crumb, who's in the studio with us today. Hey, Frank. Hey, how's, how's it going, going Walter? <laughs> right. Fourth Estate crew, how are you all doing? <laughs> all right. All right. It's Frank, a pleasure to be here. Frank Crumb is a friend of ours um, with the city of Tampa. Um... Frank, even when he's not with the city of Tampa, Frank is our boy. That, that's, that's our that's man. man. Appreciate you. I <laughs> mean, appreciate 110%, 110%. you. 110%. You know, um, so I'm sitting there and just reading, and I, I can't get anything done, right? So as I'm reading, I'm, I'm reading uh, Up From Slavery, right? I just couldn't help myself. I'm reading from the actual original text, Right? As I'm reading this stuff, you know, this 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 concept hit me again. And this concept is that we have got to make certain that we are pushing and continue to push the the bodies, new bodies of work in our culture, in the black culture, in the African culture. I, I have this I have this this particular viewpoint. Right, that though we thrive in many ways on, on this continent and on other, in other places in the Western Hemisphere um, or in the West, though we live in the West and we thrive in the West because many of us were brought here in chains as political, literally political prisoners. Mm-hmm. We literally are descendants of political prisoners. So for all intents and purposes... That's that's a very that's a tough pill to swallow, right? And I thought back to when I was in Africa, and I, I, and I, as you know, I spent a significant amount of time there. And the conversations that I've had with Africans about that issue, the numbers of people who literally did not know anything and were taught nothing intentionally, intentionally, about what happened to us after we left the shores. There are a significant number of people who have no idea on that continent what happened to us, right? And so there is a division. It adds to the understanding of the division between the the the, the people on the African continent and we as brothers and sisters of the diaspora. Oh. There is a specific... Uh, um, Dichotomy, if you will. And there is a, a veil that was put there that we have, I believe, a duty, a duty um, to break that veil, to tear it down. Well, you have to look at the history of it, though, Walter. If they're not taught the difference, remember, there's different cultures from over here as opposed to over Africa, mm-hmm. you know? So, again, if they're elders did not teach them the difference or their parents did not raise them up in the culture to know, you know, how we are connected, there you go. I mean, that, that that's what the end result is. And then you have to think of what they're being taught in schools over here on our end. You know, they have no idea what the real African culture is actually about. You know, and now we're in a sad stage again. We're back to fighting on what can be taught to our children. You know, so you have to take all of that in consideration that this is literally the era that we're in that they're trying to take us back to. And it's to keep us 
in the dark, but that's only if we allow ourselves to be kept in the dark. Right, right. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, that, those are good points. Counterpoint, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't say I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Just says there there are also different nuances to that to that understanding. Mm-hmm. One of those nuances is that it is not so much a matter of what the elders taught them because the elders didn't know either in many instances because they were taught the same colonial crap. Okay, you can do okay? that. Uh-huh. Colonials came in and lied to them or omitted what happened there. For instance, I remember being in school there. I remember it very well. And I remember that in history class, there was no discussion, none, about what happened to us. And none. this is when you were in Africa? You this is when I was in Africa, mm-hmm. okay? This is when I was in grade school. So I went to an international grade school that was basically British, right? Mm-hmm. And so this British man um, uh, was teaching us, and we're sitting here listening to him talk about Magellan and Columbus and everything else, right? He even touched on the trade, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like, just kind of glossed over it for the purposes of teaching more about the empire, the British Empire, than anything else, right? Even about Spain and Portugal and about their significance, right? And what, and, and what they, the, the, part, the part they played in global trade and global economy, right? The Dutch West Indian Company, the whole nine. So we learned about all that stuff, right? But then there was what was omitted. Now I'm sitting there thinking to myself, wait a minute. Does anybody here know about... Black history? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they talked about how the Zulus, you know, when it came down, and I, I remember this very well. Because <laughs> I was always taught about how the Zulus booked up on them so many times, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but, but there was always there was an excuse mm-hmm. as to how this happened. Right, um, but there was this thing that was completely omitted in terms of how people were brought from the interior to the exterior, oh. to the coastline. Um, how how people were put on ships and taken across the Atlantic, not to the Americas, but to England or to you know maybe. In, anywhere in Europe, right? That's somewhat shocking, though, to know you're in Africa and you're not being taught black history. So, were you in a special part of Africa? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Right. It's, 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 it's incredible because you literally, you don't, you, you're not taught this. You know, I think it's indicative of the time that you were there and the individuals who were teaching you. You know, yeah. you, you mentioned the type of school that you were in. So, their, their perspective is going to be from the perspective of empire and from the history that they were taught themselves. Indeed. So there was always that omission. When you talk about the Dutch Indian uh, Company or you talk about um, whatever it is that those products were, they looked at it simply as products. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start talking about uh, the British Empire, there was form of subjugation wherever they went, so to speak. You didn't necessarily have slaves coming to the U.K., but that empire, all those funds, all the money, all the gold came back to Mm -hmm. the U.K., you know, so uh, it helped to fund everything that that eventually became what we know today as the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, I think, is um, a part of it. It's the teachers that you had. Even though they were informed people, they were informed about those life experiences that dealt more closely with the country that they came from and the the exploits of the, of that country. And they didn't necessarily look at it as uh, harmful, even though we all know in today's world, we all know and realize how harmful it is, so much so that there are some individuals who would want nothing better than to make people forget. Mm-hmm. Keep which us in is the dark, that, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, 
I did not intend on going that deep yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it carries you. It carries you there. And Frank, you're welcome to stay with us for, for the duration and to continue on this conversation. If you want to, Absolutely. you're welcome to, man. You're welcome Appreciate to. Appreciate it. Um, but let's get down to it, first of all. Um, Frank Crum. Yes, sir. What's up again this year? All right. We're doing what now? So, for the state crew and listeners, right. uh, I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you guys for having me. I'm with the City of Tampa, the Community Engagement and Partnerships Department, and uh, I am a part of a, of a team led by Janelle McGregor in the City of Tampa. And what we do, we connect people to people and people to resources. And we do that in a wide variety of ways. This time I'm coming to you all about uh, an event that's in its third season. It's called the Black Love Classic Movie Series. Oh. That's right. And and what the series is, it's it's really the intersection between Black History Month and Valentine's Day. Okay. And it takes place at the Tampa Theater. Um, for the uh, for 2022 and 2023, it started the first Sunday in February. Mm-hmm. But this year, we are moving it up. We're bumping it up so that the series will start on January the 28th. And it will run until February the 25th, every Sunday, in, uh, every Sunday, starting at 3 p.m. Okay. But it's not just about great movies. It's about an experience. So each and every one of these events that you're attending will hold something new and I think important for your community. That's awesome, Frank. Okay, so let's start this again. Yes, sir. So it's going to be every Sunday, Mm -hmm. beginning January 28th. Correct. So each Sunday there's a different part or how That's right. Mm -hmm. So every Sunday, starting this coming Sunday, next Sunday, which Mm -hmm. is January 28th, on next Sunday, I told you all that the film starts at 3, but you really need to get there early because starting at 1 p.m., we're having a block party. Right right. in front of the Tampa (laughs) Theater. So the Franklin Street block party starts at 1 p.m. And it runs until 3 p.m. when the movie starts. And the block party will feature black-owned food trucks as well as several black-owned vendors as well. So we're we're supporting small and locally-owned businesses. This is not just about you going in and watching a movie, although that movie is great. Guess what our first movie is? What? Our first movie is Soul Food. All right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. The classic from 1997. The real Soul Food. Yeah, the real Soul Food. That's right. And and the theme for this year's Black Love Classic Movie Series is Faith, Food, and Family. I love yeah, that. So I you can that. see how that ties in, yes. not just in terms of the films that we provide, but also what we want to do mm-hmm. in terms of our community. This is about a community experience. This is about bringing people together to not only look at depictions of African-Americans and people of African descent in film, but also to, to network and exactly. get closer to one another. I love this. Well, so you know I love this type of stuff, okay? Oh so first God. of all, Liz, I'm from New York, so block parties, we love block parties, okay? Okay. <laughs> it's all about, like, as he stated, getting the community and everything together. And since I've been here in Florida, I bought block, um, block parties to my neighborhood. Yes, I'm in Wonderful. Brandon. And my neighbors, we all come out, we greet one another, but we don't really know who each other are. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you could be right next to somebody that has a business that could benefit you anything. So I said, well, you know what, let's have a block party. Wow. You know, and he was like, Miss Sandy, what are you talking about? So I have a nonprofit organization. And I was able to utilize that. We got our street, got the permit, and everything didn't cost us a dime. Okay, we got the barricades. And when I say to you, everybody was out there. My neighbor said, I have lived here 18 years and never knew half the people that's here. Wow. But now we know mm-hmm. who each other are. You know what I'm that? saying? That's very important. So yeah. I love events like this. And when you speak of networking and getting together, Walter said, I speak about that all the time on the show. Because we have to, right now, 2024, we have to be able to do that for one another. Mm-hmm. We we have to be able to lift each other up. So I'm loving this, Frank. So thank you so much. So, okay, keep in mind, everybody, it starts on January 28th, this Sunday coming up. Mm-hmm. So mark your calendars now. And even though, the, as he said, the movie starts at 3 p.m., we're going to be there at 1 p.m. Was it 1 p.m. or 1.30? Start at 1. It yes. starts at 1. Yeah, the block Come party starts at 1. Come and join the block party. All right. So tell us something about the films that's going to be taking place. Okay, so... The next week, February the 4th, mm-hmm. first February, first uh, Sunday in February, we're going to have a gospel music showcase starting at <laughs> 2 o'clock. 
Starting at 2, we're going to have a gospel music showcase, and we'll feature the Gospel Music Workshop of America. So they'll be on stage at the Tampa Theater performing, along with the Beulah Baptist Institutional Church Male Chorus. And we'll have youth performers as well. But so we're going to have a great celebration to be followed by a great movie. Do you all remember Sister Act? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starring Whoopi Goldberg. Absolutely. So th- those are that's that's going to be a great event again for for folks to come out to. And before we continue, there's something else I want to mention. Mm-hmm. At each and every one of these events, we're going to have representatives from the city's Soul Walk team. Do you all know about Soul Walk? No, tell us. So Soul Walk is Tampa's Black History and Cultural Trail. Mm. So it's a an, an opportunity for Tampa to, to come together uh, virtually to learn about black history in Tampa Bay area. Awesome. But also there's a physical presence. There's a physical walk that you can take. And we have brochures and plan- pamphlets that you can actually go online mm-hmm. or go to a city, city facility to get that, those materials. Now, this is not only about what happened in the past, it's also about preserving our culture. So what do I mean by that? Do you all remember at least one person in your family who made some great biscuits or made a great cake and you mm-hmm. said, boy, I love this growing up. And when that person passed away, that recipe died with them? Indeed. So we want to prevent that from happening. Right. So what we're asking is that individuals become philanthropists for this idea. And I use the word ph- philanthropist intentionally, Mm -hmm. because I don't know about you all, but I grew up rich in culture. So there's something that we can share. There's something that we we can all share. So I'm I'm asking that your listeners provide a recipe to the Soul Walk Cookbook. Wow. So there's going to be a cookbook coming out. So so basically, we're helping to crowdsource black culture, Mm -hmm. provide, uh, provide an avenue for people to understand and read what the cuisine of Tampa's people is like, and in doing so, preserving that history for others. And so Soul Walk is, has many different facets, but if you want to be a part of the cookbook, you have to do so by February the 29th. That's the last day to do so. If you want to participate in the cookbook... Tell them how they can get involved. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things. You can show up at the Tampa Theater, okay. and we'll get your information and, and get with you or a family member about that recipe. Or you can go online to tampa.gov slash soulwalk and find out more about the Soul Walk itself. There's also a button there to learn more about the cookbook and how to submit uh, a recipe or maybe it's a cocktail, just a part of your family's history that you want to provide. But again, this is more than just about food. Mm-hmm. It's also about history. So let's say you have uh, a story that you want to tell. We also have or history that you can volunteer. Someone will sit down with you wow. to get the story so they can better understand, so that the world can better understand so the undercurrents of black history. This is something that's ongoing that they that can That is correct, in. yes. Let me tell you something, guys. I, I, I love stuff like this, I keep saying. So let's be, let's be clear again. This is going to begin January 28th. It's going to go on for each Sunday. Now, what I do want to touch base on, I love the fact, like you said, it's not just so much as just coming together. You have all these other things that people can get involved in. So when you have someone come on and they want to become a part of it, you, I need for you to tell us, is there a phone number, the address? And we know that this is a community event, so is there a fee for anything at all other than when they purchase the food from the vendors? Mm-hmm. So for January 28th... And, 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 and we've got to be clear, with with regard to fees and things like that, we can't say what it is. We just say where they can find out. Right. Okay, okay great. So to find out about the Black Love Classics series... You can go to tampatheater.org and click on the link for the series, tampatheater.org. I also urge you to pull out your phone right now, go to Instagram, and then I want you to save the Instagram handle of Tampa Kind, Tampa K-I-N-D, because we're going to start posting about the series there as well. You can also go to the City of Tampa's <coughs> City of Tampa's website, City of Tampa's Facebook, City of Tampa's 
Instagram account, and we're also posting about the Black Love Classics series there as well. And if you want to buy tickets, you can go online to tampatheater.org or go to the theater box office to purchase your tickets. Tampatheater.org. Correct. Mm -hmm. Tampatheater.org. So those are the methods in which you can find out about the series. And if you go to Tampa Kind, if you go to the city's website, you can actually win a few tickets to the series. Okay. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we provide an avenue for people to laugh as well. So on February the 11th, we are screening the film Peoples, starring Craig Robinson and Kerry Washington. And that that is a very funny movie. (laughs) It is a a very funny movie. And I think your your audience would enjoy it. And while you're there, I want to make sure that you all know about a drink called the Old Fashioned. You ever heard of that? You got some whiskey in it? Yes. Well, the Tampa Theater has partnered with the largest black-owned whiskey distributor Mm. and manufacturer in the world, which is Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey. Now, the story of Uncle Nearest originates in Tennessee. There was a gentleman by the name of Nathan Green. He actually was enslaved in Tennessee, and under his tutelage was a man by the name of Jack Daniels. Mm. They worked for the same plantation owner. Jack Daniels learned everything he could from Nearest, uh, nearest Green, or, or Nathan Green is, is, is his real name. And once Reconstruction started, he started a whiskey brand that we all know today. Absolutely. But he never forgot his roots, in a sense. And Nathan Green's son, George Green, George Green was a part of Jack Daniels' uh, production crew. He played a major role as a master distiller. Years later, centuries later, a woman by the name of Faye Weaver finds out about Nathan Green mm. and decides to tell his story. And in the process, decides to become someone who actually creates a brand of whiskey about Uncle Nearest. So what they've done last year in 2020, 2023, and what they're doing this year is the Uncle Nearest Challenge. So if you go to the Tampa Theater mm-hmm. and you purchase an old-fashioned one dollar from that drink will support historically black colleges and universities. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The goal is to raise $1.4 million, mm-hmm. which will provide a scholarship at every HBCU, accredited HBCU in the country. So wow. if you want a reason to buy somebody else a drink or to buy a drink yourself while you're at the Tampa Theater, remember, $1 will be going towards an HBCU and and someone's education. That is only the old-fashioned drink. That's correct. Okay, guys, as you know, we started out 2024. I told you our overall goal is going to always be to let you know about local international news here, but also we want to be able to make sure we can spark something in someone's mind to be creative or to to let us know about events that's going on, such as Frank is doing with us today. So always remember WMNF.org. You can contact us if you have any comments. Send it to DJ at WMNF.org. Now, with some of these things that you're doing, Frank... Because it's so involved in the community, and I love that. So the vendors, do you have a list of type of vendors you're going to have? That we know we're going to have some food. What other type of vendors are we going to be just mainly um, African-American vendors? or? So primarily the vendors that will be at the Franklin Street block party on January 28th will be black-owned businesses. Perfect. So one of the vendors that you will have there is a food truck called um, Food by Shakespeare, mm-hmm. which is a Caribbean food truck. You're also going to have uh, Trap Dog, which is another food truck. And they sell (laughs) wonderful (laughs) hot dogs, a wide variety of hot dogs that they have for sale. We'll have artists there. Uh, We will also have people who are selling their different clothing lines and brands. So it's a wide variety of vendors that we will have uh, so that individuals can maybe buy something for themselves, Mm -hmm. buy something for a family member, and make it a unique experience. And in talking about unique experiences, have any of you all ever heard of Anthony's Drive-In? No. Uh -uh. Anthony's Drive-In, back in the late 50s, throughout the 60s and early 70s, was a mainstay in West Tampa. And 
it, it was a, a black-owned restaurant known for their chili. And as a matter of fact, the, the individuals who started that, um, they still have a lot of family in the area. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm mentioning Anthony's Drive-In is because there's a connection between Anthony's Drive-In and a restaurant chain started in Atlanta called This Is It, which is a barbecue franchise. The the connection is a man by the name of Shelley Butch Anthony III. He grew up right here in Tampa. His family owned Anthony's Drive-In, and he started a chain of black-owned restaurants in Atlanta, and they made a documentary about his story. So the public can come to this movie for free, free and open to the public, on January 18th. The film is called This Is It, The Miracle of Barbecue, and it starts again at 3 p.m. Is that at the Tampa Theater as well? At the Tampa Theater. And Okay, so this is a different date. This Correct. Is January? This is, July, this is uh, February the 18th. February the 18th. February the 18th. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you so much, Frank. I mean, you informing us, educating us, and showing us how we can also ever elevate ourselves as far as, as far as getting involved with the community. So, again, keep in mind, guys, if you're doing some events that's going on in the community, contact us. Let us know. Reach out to DJ um, at WMNF.org so Billy can let us know. We can see the events you have. And if it's something that we can bring on the show that you can talk about that's going to promote the black community, let us know so we can make sure you get others involved in it. We truly appreciate all this information, Frank. My you pleasure. You history and a whole lot. All right. <laughs> Jack well, Daniels and, and everything. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and, you know, the, the thing about coming to the th- Tampa theater is it's a, it's a majestic movie palace. It is. When you walk inside, um, you are taken to another time. And what I often get by individuals who come to the series, they'll say, hey, I was visiting from Ohio. I'm from Tampa, but I'm back at the Tampa theater with my aunt because when I was a kid, right. she would take me to the theater. Or there are individuals who are coming to the Tampa theater for the very first time. They're new to the area. They'll say, hey, I did not know this existed. I'm coming back to this place. This is a wonderful venue. And, you know, it's a wonderful venue for films, but also for concerts and for talks. So on February (coughs) 25th, the very last film in the series is a seminal, seminal event, right? Mm -hmm. It's called... Daughters of the Dust, yes. a wonderful yes. movie, yes. and and there's been nothing yes. like it since. And yes. it it was um, directed by a wonderful filmmaker by the name of Julie Dash. Ooh. She's sort of the forerunner to folks like Ava DuVernay and Dee Ree. She inspired them by what she did, and she created a movie actually set in uh, off the coast of South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, and it's about the Gullah Geechee culture. Oh, Set wow. in 1902, a wonderful film of black, about black women, about Southern life, like you've never seen before, and unapologetically about the experiences that they have and how they want to move forward in the future. So I would urge all of you to come out to see it, yeah. and then afterwards, we're going to have a film talk about the movie. Might need a translator. Might need <laughs> yeah. a translator in some parts of that. Right? Yeah, that's very true. When I was, I, was, I met her. Mm. Um, is that right? I met her, and many of the of the members of the cast are still alive. Many of them, many of them are not with us anymore, but many of the people who are part of the cast are still alive, mm-hmm. and they're just like they're just fixtures. You know, when I say fixtures, they're everyday people. Yes, in in South Carolina, in in the low country, of South Carolina, and so there are so many opportunities to meet people. Uh, and listen to their stories, and and I am excited about that's one of my favorite favorite films. I cannot tell you how much I love that film. Yeah, it is a beautiful movie. The cinematography, oh, as you mentioned, they speak in dialect sometimes, and it helps to add to the authenticity of the film. Yeah. And there's some very powerful characters in the movie. I don't want to give it away, right? right but right. extremely powerful characters, and and in some ways, it's a, it's something that we're grappling with today, going back to your earlier conversation about how do we project ourselves in the future and what parts of us do we leave behind and what parts of us do we take into this new world that we're in, so to speak. So I I am just so excited about the Black Love Classic movie series and what it's offering the people of Tampa and beyond. So if you're listening in Clearwater, if you're listening in Sarasota, Lakeland, 
Come on down. It's a Sunday after church. You'll have a good time. You can get a bite to eat and just enjoy yourselves. Now, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. You all were talking about, we talked about black history at the very beginning. There's something else that the Tampa Theater is doing on Wednesday, February the 7th Mm -hmm. at 6.30 p.m. They are having an evening in celebration of Frederick Douglass. An evening in celebration of Frederick Douglass. And this is, again, an event that is free and open to the public Wednesday, February 7th at the Tampa Theater starting at 6.30. So everyone, come on out. There's no reason not to enjoy yourselves, not to have a good time. If popcorn is not your thing, you have the opportunity to get an old-fashioned. If that's not your thing, you can get something from a food truck on January the 28th. So there's a lot to do. One other thing I wanted to mention, I am a city employee, and I'm also a member of the city of Tampa's Black History Committee. Okay. So we're in the process of getting ready for our 2024 Black History Celebration. The public's invited. It's going to be at the Tampa Theater. So we've, we've got a lot of room. So bring your mom, your dad, your cousins, your whole neighborhood to the Tampa, the- uh, to the Tampa Convention Center on Friday, February the 16th, starting at 11 a.m. And the theme for this year's Black History Celebration is Family Unity Rooted in Wisdom. I love Family that. Unity yes. Rooted in Wisdom. So, again, it's all about the family, it folks. It is. It, it truly really is. is. <laughs> Justice. Listen, guys, I hope you got all the information that um, Frank Crumps had. If you have any questions for him, give us a call at 813-239-9663. Now, Frank, is there a phone number that they can call to reach directly to you or anything like that? Yeah, you if you want to reach me, you can give me a call at 813-274-7032. Again, my number is 813 813- Two seven four seven zero three two. You can also reach the Community Engagement and Partnerships Department to talk about this and other things on your mind at 813-274-7997. He has given us a lot of information, guys, that's going to help us with our community. It's going to help us get involved. I recommend bringing out the, your young young children, bringing out, let some teenagers know, put it on Facebook, put it on um, t- Twitter, or all the other things you guys got jumping around. Let the social media get out there because this is something that's positive for your community to elevate your mindset, to think, have you thinking about how to get together with others. So you have, if you have any questions for Frank Crumb, give us a call at 813-239-9663. Looks like we got a call online, Walter. All right, all right. Call it. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, and you can also go to the Tampa Theater dot org. Go ahead, call it. Call you on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here I am. Hey, thanks a lot for calling on me. Um, I'm listening to the show this morning. I, I listen every Sunday. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I I call it the racist show. All right. And today's theme is segregation. It's all about. Black this, black that. It's segregation theme today. So congratulations on promoting segregation. It's kind of sad. But when do white right. people want black people to talk about anything? Why? Why do, why do you white people not want black people to talk about anything? I if guess he doesn't have an answer for that. He does not because the fact that he has to come call in and say right. something like that tells you his mindset. So we're going to just, we, we allow you to call in, you know, to speak your mind because we are 100% for your voice and your voice. However, if it's going to be ignorant, disrespectful, we're also going to call you out on that. And that was an ignorant call just then. What ignorant, I will say. Ignorant. Ignorant. What I will say <laughs> is that um, in, in the past two years that we've had the series, We've invited everyone to participate, and I'm proud to say that everyone from all walks of life, from all backgrounds, have showed up to the Tampa Theater because it's really about learning about one another and being able to understand a different perspective, and I think that's what makes us better human beings. And it does, and if you haven't heard, everything that's been said is all inclusive, okay? We're including everyone. Okay, but we're specifically speaking of, yes, the black and brown community, because these are the things that we need to be informed about. These are the things that we use and resources that we take to stay connected. But it's still inclusive of everyone. Y'all got Walter up in arms right now. You should see his face. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing to me we're still doing this. Right. So. (laughs) Incredible. 
Yeah. Incredible. I, you know, it's very. I was indicative. being nice. <laughs> I was being nice for the just just to because I was going to lead into the butt whooping afterwards. But you know, this is this is this is where I am on this. It's ridiculous. Um. And I'm going to use a very blanket statement. So those those white people that that uh, that may mistake what I'm about to say, if the shoe fits. So here, here's where I am on it. I am unapologetically black. I'm an African. You don't like it? Tough. Right, there's a horn off button, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to keep it like this. When we bring this man in here to come and talk about something that is worthwhile in our community, is a problem. But if I was, if I were to sit here and talk about, I don't see color. And 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 talk about the rainbow of this and that. <laughs> Sorry, mama. I don't I don't give a damn about how you feel, man. Are you serious right now? People like you are the reason why yes. there was segregation. Exactly. People like you is what keeps this stuff going. It's because you can't appreciate blackness, because you can't appreciate our Africanness, that you detest our Africanness. Yes. That this is the reason why we have the problems. Absolutely. It's not the other way around. It's not the other way around. It's never been the other way around. What do we do to you? What do we do to you? Exist. Right. <laughs> that part. What, what yes, do we do to you part. but work your fields? What do we do to you but take your beatings? What do we do to you but sit up here and, 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 and exist? It's, it's okay if we keep our mouth shut and stay in a corner. Right. It's okay if, we, if we're one person, two people, three people at a time. Oh, but four people? That's a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Want to silence you, but you know it's it's indicative, Walter, because I'm looking here at a national story about book bans in Florida, and Florida is leading the nation mm -hmm. over 1,400 book bans, and so much so they are thinking, and this is the white Republicans yes. in Florida <laughs> are thinking about a new law that says, oh, if you bring too many more than five book ban uh, recommendations, you're going to be charged $100 yes. so that they can slow it down. It's so many people trying to ban books and ban knowledge in this state that they now have to consider a law to stop them. Thirty-five. Was it $35,000 to charge? The, the $3,500 uh, um, penalty for saying um, for even I, f I forget what it is exactly. It's thirty five hundred dollars for even seeing something relevant to. Oh yeah, race. there's a you talking about the new bill the, yeah. that these Republicans are putting forward that if you call somebody a racist, oh my god, they want to charge you. There they want to give you a fine in I, this state. Wow, that's the bills that these Flagler County Republicans are so trying I'm, to bring. So I'm down. go ahead and get this out the way now, racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You the racist. You the I, segregationist. You the fool. Right. You the fool. Yeah. Idiot. Who came up with segregation? But now, because we got knowledge, Floyd, right. we the segregationists. Right. Right. We got phone calls. 813-239-9663 is call the number you on call. Caller, can you hear? Is he on the Sunday forum? Yes, yes. I hear. Hi, hi everyone. Um, uh, this is Willie Hanna again. Uh, we spoke uh, about a couple weeks ago. All right. Um, uh, it's good good to hear you guys today. Uh, first, I want to provide words of encouragement. Uh, it's obvious that you all are doing the right thing because uh, every time you do the right thing, the devil tends to jump out of his skin. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. The devil. So, uh, you know, and, and it's funny because as black people, we are the most selfless people on the planet. I mean, the majority of our issues are internal. I mean, we never have a history of being violent, discriminatory, or disrespectful to any other race on the planet, you know. <laughs> and we still, even even in that, we're still disrespected. 
um, we're still disregarded. And my thing is for the guy who just left, uh, I don't know who he was, but it, I would just, I would like to encourage him to do his research and to compare his lineage to our lineage to see the history of violence and rape and murder that his ancestors have caused and to see how we were subjugated because of it. You know, and even in that, you know, it's it, it's it's not even us, it's their guilt. Mm. You know, it's the pressure of their guilt of what they've acquired due to the heinous and, um, you know, discriminatory practices that leaves legions and legions and thousands of years. You know, so now you just can't handle it. You know, and if you hate the show so much, why do you tune in and listen to it? You know, if if you don't like a genre of music, why do you tend to listen to it and still find ways to criticize it? You know, it, it's very ignorant. But I just wanted to call in to encourage you guys to keep doing what you're doing. I am tuned in every week, and um, I don't want y'all, I don't want this to discourage you all. Oh, no, man. You, you, you all are doing the right thing. Thank, Thank you, Mr. Ham. We appreciate, appreciate that. You, Thank you so much. Appreciate Help your words, brother. Take care. Thank you. You too. Yeah, man. I, man, please. We got another caller. Discourage. Yes, go ahead. Call him. Call you on the air. Uhudu, <laughs> what's going on? Uhudu, brother African, what's going on, man? Oh, uh, man, no complaints, no problems. I can't solve. <clears throat> um, I just wanted to say, first of all, uh, and the story is going to go somewhere, I promise. I used to be an avid Jeopardy fan, and I might have told the story on this uh, show before, but one time watching Jeopardy, there was uh, King Jennings, the white man who had won the most games uh, in Jeopardy history, um, Brad Rutter, who won the most uh, money in Jeopardy history, and Roger Craig, who another, you know, all three white men who uh, Roger Craig won the most champion, uh, uh, won the most championship in Jeopardy history. And at this time, they're all playing each other. I know they're competing against each other. These three top tier uh, 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 trivia champions. And so the question, or the answer rather, uh, on Jeopardy uh, was uh, the the black national anthem. It says, you know, something like this: black national anthem, you know, uh, invites people to lift every voice and and all three of the white men rang in, and all three of the white men got it wrong. They couldn't get things. They said whatever else. I don't know, dance, cook, something. I don't know. Um, the point is, though, that these white people are, they don't care about African people and what African people do. And this white man you call a fool, Walter, and I don't necessarily disagree, uh, but it, it, fools sometimes make brilliant moves, and this white man has been able to distract us from a magnificent conversation about what's going on uh, over the next few weeks uh, regarding uh, you know, this, uh, the city of Tampa and uh, the, the Tampa Theater. <clears throat> and, you know, brilliant. You know, move and uh, too often. You know, even you know he's a microcosm. That's what I wanted to point out. He's a microcosm of what all too often happens with African people. You know, whether it's um, you know the president. You know, y'all don't want to say it. The former president, whose name y'all don't want to say, and all this kind of other stuff. You know, but to be singly focused, so singly focused, um, to the point that we can win in magnanimous ways. Um, I, I think is, you know, perhaps our best course. Um, you know, and yeah, you know, we don't have to know everything uh, or even pay much attention to anything that white people say or do in order for us to, you know, be champions like um, those white men who don't know that we should lift every voice and sing. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that. I mean, he, you know, he served as a tremendous distraction from a beautiful conversation, and I hope uh, we don't allow other detractors to take us off course And I would, because I love hearing us talk about us. Especially when y'all do it on the Sunday morning. Absolutely. Right, you should, right. I do. Right. I, I do want to say I agree with him in that oh. aspect that that's what they do. Oh. They say ignorant things like that to make it as a distraction. But he was not going right. to succeed in that. But we do have to acknowledge when someone says something oh. as ridiculous as <laughs> as that. Okay, I that you know we acknowledge and then we move on. on. That's all. But I do appreciate that. You can ignore a fool, though. I think even the Bible says you can ignore a fool. It's somewhere like.
is a exemplary of, of that fact. But I just called to say I hope that uh, yeah, I don't I don't agree that you have to address a fool. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. But you know, you and I never agree, sister. And that's all right. The <laughs> one thing. Hey, Walter, I appreciate uh, the time and being here with the fourth estate. And I just want to uh, reiterate a few things because I know that you all have a lot to talk about as it relates to January the 28th, the event the block party, the Franklin Street block party from one until three is free. Okay. The block party on January 28th between one until three is free. And some of the vendors that you will see there are going to be the paparazzi twins, uh, Posh Wicks, Smudge Life, Sula's 2 Publishing, um, Tampa Snow Shave Ice. I already mentioned Trap Dogs. Uh, also, Yuppie. They also have food there as well. That's another brand that will have food there. You'll also have Black Girl Hula in the house. Uh, Afribria, which is a fashion line. Chef Shakespeare. They have a food truck. There'll be the uh, Soul Walk team will also be out there. Elijah Lee Fashion will be there. So, again, so much going on wow. and a lot of great music also. So, definitely want you all to come out, get your tickets in front of the Tampa Theater on Franklin Street or go online to tampatheater.org to get your tickets for the event. And then also, don't forget, if you can't make it on the 28th, you have four more opportunities to get there. And then also, on the um, February the 4th, we have the Gospel Music Showcase. On February the 11th, you've got a wonderful film called People's on February 18th, a free movie screening, a free movie screening about a hometown guy who does, who's done extremely well on February 18th. And on February 25th, the screening of Daughters of the Dust to be followed by a film talk with University of, of uh, University of Tampa professor Taylor Ray Curry and others. Mm -hmm. So, so much going on. And uh, I appreciate your audience as well. I appreciate the audience. Thank we, you all. I'm clarifying something to make sure we're clear. So we know the block party is free to all Correct. from one to three. Mm -hmm. All right. How long is the event lasting? So the block party itself is one until three. Mm -hmm. The film starts at 3 p.m. Every Sunday from January 28th until February the 25th, each film is a matinee that mm -hmm. starts at 3, 3 p.m. Okay. And we know the free screening is on February 20th or February 18th? The free screening is of This Is It, The Miracle of Barbecue mm -hmm. on February the 18th. February 18th. Okay. So the other events, I know you can't say the fee here, but is there a fee? And they will call that number to find out how yes, much they Yes, there is a are. fee. If okay. you go online or... Or if you go to the website, you will also see the fee there. Okay. If you go to the city of Tampa's website, tampa.gov, you will also have the opportunity. If you go to our Facebook and Instagram, you will also see it there. So there is a fee involved. Okay. But it's it's almost the same that you would pay for your Starbucks coffee. Dang. All right. You, if you're buying Starbucks coffee for yourself and for a friend, you've paid more money. For that coffee, then for the, the movie series. And keep in mind, it, it's going to be a nominal fee if it is because it's going to go for a good cause. I, I mean, like the way you see it to get a movie theater right now, you're paying <laughs> almost $15, 20 for, for a movie ticket. So, I like the way you said that. Yeah, that's the first time. Frank is brilliant. I just want everybody to understand. Yes, Frank is, is brilliant, man. <laughs> He's especially brilliant because of the way that he did that. 